Welcome to Dandelions, a podcast for women. We're back. It's August, and we are ready to host our show of the month. Well, at least I think we're ready. Are we ready, Julie? You know, it, I feel like I'm not ready, but we're ready. It's time. We're back. <laughs> and, we're back. Um, you know, every time we bring up a topic, when you say, hey, this is really cool, I'm usually the one who's like, no, 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 that scares me. Or, no, 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 I don't know if I can do this. And this is one of those shows. It is. It is one of those shows. And so much so that I'm actually going to be playing co-host, but also guest. So I have like two hats on. And this is the first time that I've done this uh, as a podcaster, as an interviewer at in general. I don't usually, I'm not usually on the other side of things, but this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart and one that is very often misunderstood. And it is about the life of a witch. Oh man. A, a real witch. <laughs> Not the kind, not not the kind that you see only on Halloween, although there is a connection there. But what it means to really be a witch in modern life, in everyday life, and has nothing to do with warts or, well, just none of the stereotypes. None of the stereotype stuff is is really what it's all about, and you'll soon find out. And so because I have experience with this, because I am an initiated witch, I've been a witch for... I don't know. We'll bring our guest in. She might have a better timeline on that than I do. I think about 15 years now. And I brought it up to Julie and said, I want to do a show about being a witch. And Julie says, no. (laughs) (laughs) So then she calls me this weekend and she's like, Molly, I Googled witch oh, this no. week, and it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. It, said, it wasn't. This is why we need to do the show. I People said, need to know. It's not good. And so you know what, Julie? I don't think I've ever just Googled witch. And so I Googled witch, and I came up with this definition. First, first thing, the first line list was a definition where the second sense of the word is an ugly or unpleasant woman. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. It is 2020, and that is still what pops up when you when you Google witch. Yeah. Oh, so I, I got blasphemy. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And then when yes. I did it, I saw something about spells and devil and Satan. And I thought, okay, all right. So that's what I want to ask you and our guest. We should probably we introduce should, you. We should probably introduce her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so our guest is Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, or Luna. Luna, as you could say. Exactly. That is my witch name. Which name? Your witch name? Okay, Luna. Yes. Luna. All right. And you are here uh, to be our, our our guest for today because you have been a witch for how many years? More than half my life, uh, I'd say. What are we saying here? I was twenty three and fifty one. We're going on thirty two years or something like that. A lot of years. A lot of years, many more years <laughs> than you think. All right, so I got to jump in here. I got to yeah. jump in before we, we talk too much about Luna's past. I want to know your definition of a witch because when I think of a witch, you know, there's the hats, there's the broomstick, somebody's putting a spell on people. And I thought, I got to play nice because if a witch is what I think it is, you guys are going to get like voodoo dolls out and terrorize the crap out of me and I will not be able to sleep. You know, I'm still recovering from our show about dead people, but that's a whole other, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that another, another, we'll revisit that another time. But what is a witch to you two? 
A witch, the word witch actually means wise one. That's all. Wise one. And so if you look at that and then the whole spell thing and, and like a witch is going to put a spell on you, we all have the power to put spells on people is the thing. Witches just know that they're doing it. And if you do that kind of black magic, witches know that what you send out comes back to you threefold. So if you want to go do that, you will be feeling that wrath at the same time. So that's the difference between white witch and maybe dark witch to so, start with. So, 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 wait a minute. So I'm a witch? Or I, as a non-witch, have the power to put a spell on somebody. As a non-witch, you have the power, you have just the like power witches. To witches just put intention know that they're doing it. something. Once that you, you become a witch, in. when you get initiated in, in, into witchcraft, everything is put into your lap. Everything that happens to you is because of your intentions, your thoughts, your words, your actions. And that mostly goes for every human, but people aren't aware of that. But when you become a witch, you are aware of that. And then you use it either way you want, right? You use a knife, you're cutting your vegetables, you're making dinner, you're stabbing someone. <laughs> right? <laughs> the people with the guns say, you know, we love our target practice. But you can, you know, you can kill someone or you can use your, your intentions, your words for good or not. And just to interject here, I mean, all of the magic that Renee does that I've done is all is all good, is all to make the world a better place, to try to put more positive energy into the world. Uh, we do not ever use any sort of, of dark magic or negative magic in order to uh, exercise what we, the, 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 the abilities that we have. And these abilities we have, uh, were we born with them? Did we nurture them? Both. It's a certain kind of person who wants to approach life this way and wants to find their power through their intuition. Uh, but also it's something that you can develop like a, any other muscle. You can make Absolutely. it stronger. And we've also dedicated the time it takes to be able to uh, have the, to, to channel our energy in ways that makes things happen. That's what it is. You're channeling. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to this dark side stuff because this is what keeps me up <laughs> so at night. <laughs> so, Don't be scared, Julie. You've known us so long, haven't I know. you? <laughs> I, I, I have, right? but, may, but but have I? So this <laughs> this dark side, are there witches who practice that or are they not considered witches? Because you're telling me on one hand, witch is wise one, but is there a wise one who puts a spell or does something satanic or something devil-like yes. to people? So are there... I, I guess I'd call them bad witches. Right? But are they actually witches, or are they? Is that your? Is that sure. still a definition of a witch? Sure. I mean, again, you can use your power in any way. And my witchy teacher told me many a story that she had gone to the dark side of witchcraft, use her powers to perhaps maybe want to hurt someone or something like that. But then told me about all the stories about how it came right back to her and how. That reformed her, you know? Um, so, and I just learned all of that all at once, and I'm already just a peaceful person, you know? Not that yeah, things you really can happen. Are. You, you, are. You, you can't get, you can get angry, and you might want revenge, but I've always known that revenge doesn't get you anywhere and doesn't help the situation. So, for me, it wasn't hard to, um, 
to hard to not go there to, you know, it was I dark side. Pff, I'm about green, witch, kitchen, witch, garden, witch, magic, positivity only. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now there's different like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we get there, I got to ask you this. So a lot of us, you know, we're looking at chess club or gardening club or the girl scouts. Mm-hmm. Where do you find like, <clears throat> Oh no, I want to be a witch. Like I, like, how do you, find out like it seems like a secret society not anymore but it does to me you know it is it is for sure yeah it's been so long i mean it's just coming out now i mean in the last 20 years i feel like a lot more people are open with it because now we think oh can we come out with it you know one of my witch friends you know i talk about i'm writing this book now about being a witch and my journey as a witch and even talking about it on the podcast and they were like but what about the secrets? Like, you know, you know, like, I just think, why haven't we let them out? Well, it's because we've been afraid of death, I guess. <laughs> People were burned and drowned and killed for such things. So it's been undercover for a long time. But and did someone recruit you? All under mis- for misunderstanding, though, the reason Correct. we had to be undercover. Yes. And it goes back to the thing about the amount of power that witches had in the past. Because before there was uh, medicine as we know it, witches were also healers. And women were the healers. And so women were often the most powerful people in the society. So we saw a great shift of power going from a female-based society to a male-based society, you know, with Christianity. And once that switch took place and witches uh, became feared when originally they were the healers, but all right. of a sudden it was this new time, This that was pre-Christian times and Christianity comes along and it's all about now this male-centered religion and getting mm-hmm. people to switch. And how do you get people to switch really fast? And fear. Fear. So they made these ugly images of witches in order to scare people to the other side, which was a more male-dominated, obviously, religion with Christ at the center rather than women at the center. And that's like a very, I'm putting this in very simple terms, but it's very real. And women were so powerful, not only in the center of society, but again, because of these healing powers that then we took, medicine became more of a westernized thing, you know, we're it's obviously more how we have it today, and that is very, very male-based as well. There's a lot of women, obviously, who are doctors now, but for many, many years, that was almost right. entirely men that was in that, you know, in that industry. Well, so I think miracles, sort of miracles, would happen. Like witches could miraculously heal, heal people or do other things, right? And so that power that that scared people. They just didn't know where it was coming from. Actually, I realized recently, like. Witches were just are just energy healers too. You use energy so much. So you're like a Reiki healer, but Reiki just, you know, was now people go, what is that? They don't even know, but really witches use energy. And if you work with the energy, anything can really happen. So that's what they were afraid of. Instead of going, how do you do that? Right. Why didn't they say, how do you do that? I want to do that. Like, why didn't that happen? I don't know. Now that can happen. And so we need to share. So now we're like into sharing and I see all these young witches coming up and they're just putting stuff online and they're just doing it online. And I go, yeah, awesome. So you can find people now. So again, though, back in, back in the day, back in the 1900s, when you were looking to be a witch, did someone say, Hey, kind of like, you know, model search, someone says, Hey, you'd be a good witch. Or did you think this interests me? I'm going to look for 
like how it, you know we're talking about oh. it's not so secret anymore so how did that work then how did right. you find your set well i had a reading by a woman who was my witchy teacher right i didn't know it at the time she gave me a reading and then she came to our salon to do readings and i was doing nails at the time and she said you are touching everybody's hands and working on their hands and you would be a great palmist and if you want to learn come to my house and I'll teach you. And I mean, coming from a Catholic background, what I was always into suns and moons and horoscopes and I was already leaning that way, but it was like, what? Like palmistry? But so she offered, she saw me and she pulled me in. So I think that happens. But also sometimes people are solitary for a long time before they even find anybody else that does it. And you can find books. There were, always has been books on on this subject, I think for all the time, like you said, 1900s, but it was secret and women shared too, I think. And that's how I came into it too. I came into it through Renee and knowing Renee and being so close to Renee and uh, being really, I've always been a very curious person and I've enjoyed everything that she told me about it. And then I just also had a sense that it was something that I wanted to explore more of. And I started out by uh, learning the tarot cards from Renee and Mm -hmm. We were friends. We I had very little time to hang out. I had two babies, and Renee came that was over. Concentrated time, yeah, so good. It was like God, once only, a week, once a week on Monday nights. It was my yes. time. It was the only time that I had, and we did this for years. Renee came over, and I drank, and I smoked, and I did cards with Renee, and I learned <laughs> all the tarot cards. Like sure. All 78 of them. And I <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. To this day, I, t- I draw cards almost every day for myself. Um, and I got in that way. And then I just, the more that I learned, and the more that I learned about it being a very female-based, again, uh, always being a feminist myself, always being a person that was fighting for justice and against injustices, always someone who had good intuition and had been told that, and also someone who had always just been a kindred spirit with people who were just unconventional and and just different. And uh, I felt a connection in all those ways. And uh, I was an avid camper. I love nature. Uh, There's just all these things that kind of came together for me. And again, though, it was like, to directly answer your question, Julie, it was because I met Renee and then we uh, started a coven together and then we started to bring in people in our lives quietly and slowly who we thought would want to be a part of this too. They were already doing stuff that mm-hmm. you know, leaned that way. You okay, know, okay, okay. So coven. All right, now the coven. word of, Here we go, coven. All right, so we got we got our, our, our words here. Okay, so a coven. All right, okay. I love so, you, Julie. This is so good. I love it. I, I got it. Okay, so what the hell is a coven? Like, is it just like Coven is like, like church. Yes, it's your group of people. Uh, the okay. community in a church, right. Coven is just, it might be smaller. Could it's be usually different. smaller, but not always, right. No. Were you, Renee, part of a coven or did you break off from that coven when you brought in Molly or is it like yes. a multiple, as like, you know, okay, is it? Right. Like, so okay. so the woman said, come to my house. I'll teach you palmistry. She was, she had her coven. And so then I ended up being initiated as a witch into her coven. That's my first coven. Right. And so she, so you study for a year and a day 
And then you have an initiation, which is like a ceremony, and they welcome you in, and they they call you a high priestess of magic that you've been studying, and now you're committed to this thing. And but and so I was in that coven for quite a while, but then I eventually broke off from it. Um, things changed. I was a solitary witch for a long time, still practiced with some people, but not in a formal coven. And then not until Molly and I got together did we form that coven. So this is like my second coven basically is it hard to get out of a coven i mean no. I, I, because i'm thinking you're of never like, stuck you're never trapped okay. i mean you commit to it only because you want to for yourself and your life but you are not committed to the people like molly and i you know it's forever right but like do do have we gotten to practice together very much no but it's still there you're you're i feel like it's always a part of you but right. we we were always about our coven being just totally open you know you you show up when you can. You do as much as you want to. This is a self-discovery. But the community is there when you need it. So there's no pressure. No. And I was uh, actively part of the coven for, I don't know, eight or nine years. And then in the last eight or nine years, I've been less active. But I've still felt very much a part of uh, the the community, the larger right. pagan community. Yes. And in that, I just still have a lot of personal practices. Uh, I live my life to th- to this day every day with one commandment. Uh, there's one commandment to, to being a witch, whereas yes. there's the Ten Commandments we all know. There's only one, and it's harm none, do what you will. <laughs> and I tell you, that is a that's a lot. That's enough to live up to. Harm none, do what you will. It's kind of like the golden rule. I it said is. that I learned yeah, in Christianity. I was brought up Catholic, and that is the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. It, it basically says that. Do what right. you will, but harm none. So do all witches have to subscribe to that? Is that, that like yep, the thing? that's the one. That's okay. the one. one. There's one rule, and that's the one rule to being a witch. Everything else, take it or leave it. But that's yep. the so, one, one rule. The one thing we all have in common is that we okay. believe that. So are there people above your coven? Like, do you have like conventions and like there's this high, 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 high no. priestess? Like, you well, know, kind equal. of looking like Mary Kay. You know, there's the head person yeah. and then there's like somebody <laughs> right. in the Midwest. Yeah. And then there's somebody in no. Wisconsin. And no. then. No. Nope. We're all equals. Okay. Nope. We have okay. mentors. Scheme. Like you look up to like Starhawk or Zuzanna Budapest or these women that really build big communities. They're leaders. I'd say they're leaders. But as far as witches, we're equal. So are there rules that you have to sign up for when you are initiated? Like, hey, you can't do this or you will do that. Are there rules? Do I mean, what you will there's... and harm none. Okay. Yeah. Um, which goes to my next question. Do you have to pay Witch. money? Are there... <laughs> are there dues? Do you have to pay a fee? <laughs> No, not well, ours. <laughs> no, when no when we have when we have coven events and we have rituals, which is basically like oh. mass. Okay, we're going for ritual, but guess what? It's mass. It's just mass done by women. Okay, but it's called think, a ritual. It's called a ritual. Okay. Well, they used to be, yeah. And then they call it mass. It's the same thing. We light candles, you know, burn chant. incense. We chant words. You know, we pray together. Meditate. Pray meaning meditate, spell, pray, all kind of same thing. Different ways of doing it, different props, kind of similar props though. But as a child, as I went to Catholic grade school and I'm kneeling at the pew and I'm looking up and what do I see? I see men and then, and then Jesus dead there in front of me bleeding. And there was so much, it was, it was very male, like, like Molly said before, but also 
um, we couldn't even be altar girls. Like now I know they let people be altar girls. And I was thinking the other day, like, what, what if men were just like watching women and women just ruled the whole thing? It's like popes, bishops, cardinals, all men. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, there was no model for me. You have Mary, M- Mother Mary, who is like, like the ultimate goddess, but, and even though she's a peasant girl, she's up on a pedestal. And then you have Mary the prostitute, you know, who, and, and you barely even hear about her. But that, that's the only femininity. Well, you have nuns, but like, that's a whole other story, you know? Like, they're not running that stuff. They're right. kind of the servants to okay. the priest. Can, so, can there be, <laughs> can I, so it's very female oriented. So, I, right. I, which leads me to want to know, can men be, are there men witches or do you not, can you, do you not have to let somebody in? Can you, I don't want to use the word discriminate, but can you not be inclusive to men in your coven? We, we, we w- would never do that because the men that have been, we do have men in the coven. There are still yep. men in the coven to this day. Um, I believe. Yes. Renee, yes. yes they and, are. Yeah. And they have always been the men that, again, that have found us and we found them and have been right for the coven. We don't advertise or proselytize or like try to get anyone try to ever convert people. No, 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 no. People it's just like, come to us. We, they just end up showing yeah. up, you know, and they go, I'm really interested in this, you know, and, and men are definitely part of it. I was also taught by a man, the cousin of my witchy teacher. He was a, my second teacher and he was amazing. Okay. And, um, and we call male witches, witches too. So that, you know, some people say, Oh, are they warlocks? Are they wizards? You know, really you can call them whatever you, whatever you want. you know, and there sure. probably is a lot of variants, but we're just like a witch is a witch. Uh, yep. It just so happens that we accept that it is a female nature centered belief based mm-hmm, religion. Mm-hmm. And it just like you, just like if you're a Christian, you believe that it's a Christ male centered religion you know this is just everyone accepts that as as what it is what as the truth because it is the truth for us just for us and we it's fine that no one else or that, that we're, we're a small group it's fine that you know we're not a not a huge religion what we don't want to be though is as misunderstood as we are because historically like even into the 80s people for could get have their children taken away for them from them for being wiccans and in the 80s yes and so it's like it was something that was so misunderstood and it still is to this day and julie that's oh. why you're you're perfect and julie's for scared. this and here's, and yeah. perfect perfect <laughs> but that's okay we're we're in remote locations oh. <laughs> that's right. boys boys hurry up and pack the we gotta hit the road. Okay, so how do I, so you know, I'll be driving down the road and I'll see somebody with um like a fish bumper sticker or you know, um a runner will have how many whatever they've run or a proud parent. Can I recognize a witch? Like a logo sticker, tattoo? Is it like, hey, you're a witch too? Like, is there, you know what I mean? Like, black people, we'll, we'll, we give a nod. Kind of, there's this look like, hey, how you, you know, whatever. <laughs> what do witches do? Is it like, yeah, what, you know, what, uh, what is there a yes, kind of, yeah, ooh, sure. yeah, do tell? Because right? I want to know. Well, here we go. We can go into the Satanism now. Because oh, you're, you're ready for this, right? Because there's the pentacle. And that's basically the symbol for a witch. It's a star inside of a circle. I want to remind you that's also the sheriff's symbol. Think about mm-hmm. that. Okay. But it's five-pointed star. It's earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. Okay. okay that's ooga booga and scary. We don't have to be scared about that. But then the Satanists took it, just like the swastika, 
and the Nazis, they took the pentacle and they flipped it upside down. And now it looks like a goat guy with the ears right. and the snout. And and they that's their symbol. So that's how that got, mi- witches got mixed up with Satanists. And like, I saw a movie about Satanists and that's a whole other story, but like, it has nothing to do with Satanism. Nothing. At all. Nothing. It's, it's Wicca and paganism is to Satanism like what Christianity is to Judaism. They're just two different religions. Yes. That's it. That's it. That, that, there, there's no right. connection other than they're all religions. And that's what's so frustrating. And what Renee is saying about literally, if you see a star inside a circle, I will notice right away if it's right side up or upside down, because that is the difference in symbol between a pagan and a witch. You, to you, to most people, it looks the same. So they saw this witch's symbol, this right side up star, saw it upside down, didn't see it as upside down, but saw it and said, oh my God, that star in the circle that the Satanists are using, that's the same one that the witches use. No, it's not. It's upside down. Mm -hmm. It's the exact, it means the opposite. Like an upside down cross. You yes. see an upside down cross much right. easier. Yeah. Or like what Renee said, like the, the swastika was originally a symbol of life. And yes. it got the, the, the little like lines, legs got switched around and it became a symbol of hate. It's the same thing with the pentacle and the, what the Satanists call the pentagram. Um, yes. We call it a pentacle traditionally, generally they call it pentagram. The other and like thing- pentagon, I was going to want to, oh, in the mm-hmm. sacred geometry deck, pentacle, mm-hmm. pentagram, pentagon. It's like yeah. the pentagon is that is right. like and the and the sheriff so i'm just like wait a minute here like right they took that or whatever you know how is that involved right it's, are and, there coven conferences like yes. seriously like like is there like yeah. hey there's there something annually or semi-annually or every 10 years you know how we have like harley things like every i don't know five ten years like harley's sure. 100 or whatever is there a coven conference that people not not strive to go to, but it's kind of like the, the big, you know, the who's who, or you really want to go there because there's a lot of sharing and learning and idea exchanging and there's whatever. Not a ton, but I think Starhawk has, and other witches have hosted rituals where, you know, because we follow the moon. So when do we worship or when do we, that's not even the word, when do we practice full moons, new moons, and all the holidays? There's eight of them through the year. So I think, you know, like summer solstice, there'll be big gatherings. Or things like that. I have never been to one. Have you, Molly? No. Like, no. Yeah, I, no. I think I think part of it, well, twofold. The Ren Fair is a little tiny bit ah, of that. Yes, like, yes. You go to the Ren Fair and yes. you're going to find a whole lot of witches there. Yes, you are. Yes, Mixed and with everybody else, like, you right. know, other but it's there. people. I, I yes. think part of it, too, I know, like, at least, you know, in the many years that when I was practicing with the coven, uh, I get... Renee and I felt uh, then, and I, I still feel this way now, I'm not going to speak for her now, but I felt that a lot of the community or other people we knew or other groups we knew were practicing just in ways that were different than we were. Uh, for one thing, like, Renee and I uh, have a very strong sense of humor, and okay. that's something that really comes out in something that we're very serious about. And I, you know, for example, I hope it's okay to disclose this. Uh, I did name our coven, but it is still, you know, again, this at one point this would have been a secret, but you know, right, our yes, coven right. is called the sure. Easy Bake Coven, like a play on the Easy Bake Oven that every little girl grew up with, right? We it's the Easy, easy Bake, bake coven. coven, fresh easy bake for coven. you. And, and even though we're like super serious about this, like learning and being our best yeah. selves and and doing all this self discovery and and doing all this, 
you know, communing with nature. We also want, saw the humor in all of it at the same time and, or wanted it to Keep be it still light. light, light. Yes. And fun. And, and Not that was serious. Right. Yes. And right. that's where I think Renee and I had a lot of potential. Uh, maybe we still do in terms of doing or, more organized things where we set the tone because yes. I feel like that it has traditionally been, again, because of the way it's perceived and because of the way people think they have to approach it is right. so goth and dark. It and, gets serious. Yeah. And, yeah and, right. and, and we do go there, but it's like most of the time it's a joyful, uh, positive, um, very... Uh, social and you know eating and drinking and sharing and yeah whereas that's not what people think of uh most of the time and that was really what we were all about so that's why i think we did also seek out some of these larger things we would see them and we'd be like i don't know that doesn't quite seem like it's our vibe you know but you know, Not that it was bad what they were doing. It no, just wasn't on no. the same. It was more like, I have to protect myself. A lot of times you meet witches, they think they have to protect themselves, have their shields up, quote-unquote, and all that. But we know that you send out goodness, goodness comes to you, and you don't need to do that. But but because of all the repression or the whatever, mm-hmm. the misconceptions that got built in to the witches, this, the protection part. And Molly. so there's, there's this wonderful... Um, what? Your tattoo. Okay. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. It's showing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here. There it is. I do have. These are, these I'm are... so excited because now I feel like in a crowd, I could go up to somebody and say, you're a witch. Well, well here, here's what you say. Okay, make now. sure you know, make sure it's the right side up star though. Because oh, you're okay. Okay. We're, we're on a Zoom call, uh, podcasters, listeners, and we are now uh, showing our, our witchy tattoos. I do have a tattoo <laughs> of a pentacle on my wrist. Renee's showing her pentacle that's on her thigh. It's a very it's nice just, thigh, by the way. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, there's I, definitely right. those are that would be, that'd be a huge symbol. But you know, again, it's not like you don't get branded when you become a a, a witch. This is we something chose that we chose. To do it. Yeah, oh wait, we right. can show our other ones. Oh or, yes, is this where it is? Yes. yes, yes. Renee and I have the same, and uh, other members of the coven do as well. We have a um, our our logo. Uh, we are, our our coven has a logo, and because we're the Easy Bake Coven, uh, our logo is a light bulb. Because if you know, that's how you cook the food in an Easy Bake Coven, right? It's that's right. But also, we are light, all light, like a light bulb, and uh, we're also Renee and I are idea people, and so that also is why we chose the light bulb as our coven logo, and why with we have the pentacle it in there too. In the middle Pentacle. of the yes, of the circle and the light bulb. So you can choose your own logo and oh, whatnot, you, depending on, yes. on kind of your personality, your flavor, all of it. The name of your coven, you know, like some people, like the Golden Dawn, you know, like right. Or Go with that. Easy that, Bake Coven, right? What, right. And what I wanted to introduce or say before is that there's an expression that is funny and timely and so true, and that is um, in terms of everything having to be so secretive for so long, is that. Witches are getting are coming out of the broom closet, and it's like it is like a coming out of the closet. I'm not saying it's the same, right? You no, know, no. it's coming out. Of, I'm just saying that it is something a bit. that right. it is something that we have that we have to do um, in order to normalize uh, and 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 stop the death and the discrimination against against witches. Let so, it be familiar, right? Yeah, that's why we were speaking. Uh, we we've always spoke openly of it, and and we uh, we wanted continue to do so and renee's now writing a book yeah tell us about the book can i first tell julie she was like how do i when i see a witch out in public you know if you see the pentacle that's a good sign but also you can also say blessed be 
Mm, and when you be. say blessed be, if mm. they say blessed be back, then they're a witch. If they don't, they go, huh? Then you know they're not. Mm-hmm. You, so we say that to each other. You can be out and I would see someone and I say, blessed be. They say, blessed be. And you get a little wink and then you know. Yep. Well, so we, should, we should actually then go over some of the other terminology because that's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> go we, for it. We say also, uh, if you really want something to happen and put intention behind it, you'll you know, get together in a group where you can do this alone and you'll just think, you know, what do I want to visualize? What do I want to see happen? You put all this thought, intention behind it. And then at the end of it, you say, so mote it be, M-O-T-E, it be. And it's like saying, so... Amen. Amen. So shall it be, let it be, may Mm. it be, mote it be. And I say that... That's one of the many things that I've carried with me through my life is when I want something or think I'll think of it and then I'll just say, well, we've actually shortened it. I'll just say mode it. So, mode it. Mode, mode, it. Like, mode it. Duly moded. Yeah. All these- <laughs> right. Like you just, you really want to make it happen in your life and you know that, you know, you, you have to ask for something in order to receive it. It's the same thing. True. You know, where you have to like imagine what you want in order to get it. Sometimes things just pop into our lives, but most of the time we're working towards things and this is just, this is what this is. It's not... You attract it. Yeah. It's not ooga booga. It's not, this is all, everything about paganism, nothing is ooga booga. It's, it's all so stu- earthy. It's, it's all stuff that we are already doing. It's just different words and uh, and being very, and having a lot of intention and, and, and wanting wanting to be a witch because we're proud of our history. We're proud of who we are. We're, we want our strong female past to be recognized, and we want to have more of this in the world today. It's time for it yes. right now. Yes. yes. Um, yes. Unlo- un- unlocking witches. Okay. Um, we we Let us out. briefly talked about. Well, I just mean that in the past, everybody thinks that, you know, witchcraft is dark, it's evil, you're going to hell and run because she's a witch. So, and along with that, Molly, you mentioned a few minutes ago rituals. Can you just tell us what that's about? Because I think that's going to make a lot of us sleep better when we hear what a ritual, <laughs> according to a witch, could be. Yes. Right, I've got today. my hand the on top. the phone. <laughs> right. Get your salt and get your sage. Right. Get, get your, your candles. Get your candles. You need a red, a blue, a yellow, and a green. We got earth, air, fire, water. So we acknowledge the directions. First, you got to set a space. Just like when you clean your room and it feels so fresh, that's making sacred space. So you make a sacred space. You burn some sage and clean the air. You Mm -hmm. make a salt circle. You hear like the salt circle thing. Uh, You've seen it in movies, like in Hocus Pocus. Uh, She's got the Morton salt and she... And then the witches, whatever, can't go in it. It's kind of got it opposite, but it's like, this is the way you just, you're intentionally setting a space that's fresh and ready to, you know, send messages out from. So, and then you gather and then we, we acknowledge each direction with a little chant. Molly was so loving to create like poems and stanzas and chants because she's all about the words. Um, keep shifting that too. Uh, we don't want to over, always say the same thing. That's the thing about church. It's different. You know, things stay the same. You say the same prayers. With this, you know, we can change it up how it, for mm-hmm. the season or, you know, as you go. And then, um, so lighting the candles. And then there's time where we sit in meditation with each other. Usually we hold hands in a circle and 
I mostly lead through the uh, guided meditations to get us really relaxed and open so all of our wishes can go out, all of our peacefulness. You know, we've done rituals where we're like during protests and stuff or during, you know, where we were sending out good energy from where we are and just spreading it all over that way. Sometimes we read cards, we eat some food. So you said, what about the do's? People will bring things. You know, everybody bring what you have. Bring what you have in the house. You don't have to get anything special or whatever. We bring a wine. You bring, you know, some snack, fruit, something like that. Bring um, bring a new deck of tarot cards you got. Bring yep. a story. Bring crystals. A, a crystals. Bring, a, you know, a card that you got from someone, that, you know, that was like a greeting card that means something. You know, bring anything that's meaningful that you want to share. Share, share, mm-hmm. share. And so it is kind of potlucky, which I love the word yep. potlucky because yes. that's what I was thinking, sometimes right? You smoke, it's sometimes you do smoke luck. the pot. Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> sometimes you do that, you know, um, you and know, then we share all the info, things that we've mm-hmm. learned or what's the holiday right now and who are we learning about different gods and goddesses. You know, we get into mythology and stuff like that. And, and that's study. something about our coven too, is that we're like really, um, uh, we're also really intellectual people and we like to learn. And so we loved that p- part of it. And I know that mm-hmm. still continues and that's the learning of all different things about ruins, learning about goddesses, learning about numerology, learning about astrology, astrology. I mean, all this stuff. We, we love to study and yet we love to do it in a way that you, you don't see us, you know, we, I'm a very avid reader or whatever, but I, the way that I studied with the coven was like, we got it was social studying. It really was. And it was a lot of fun because I felt like it, you're not only having a social event and a spiritual event, but also a very intellectual experience where you're learning a lot. And that's where the coven, yeah. I felt, feel our coven is, is three ways in, in yep. what it provides for, for, the, energy. for the right yeah. people. Right. Totally. And, then, and sharing energy and just getting charged up your, your physical body, but also your emotions and yeah. So holidays, are there any witch holidays or are you, again, are you following kind of like the earth, the sun, the moon? Is it more that type of thing rather than, oh, on January 15th, we celebrate this? Are there certain dates that align on the calendar or is that not how the holidays Absolutely, go? they do. Yes. And it's all around agriculture and the moon and um, the earth, right? So, and they happen to be a lot through uh, the the Christian holidays are right there because they actually kind of ended up taking uh, some of them. For example, Yule. Yule is the winter winter solstice. It happens on December 21st, around there. It changes to every year, but it's right around there. Uh, the longest night, right? And then it's the next day is the return of the sun, S-U-N, turned into return of the sun, S-O-N. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the holidays, it's the two solstices. So you got across the board, you got the summer solstice, the winter solstice. Then you got the equinoxes, fall and spring. So you got that cross, if you can imagine that. And then the cross quarter days are halfway in between each of those. Okay. So you've okay. got February 1st, Imbolc, we're halfway to spring. We've got May day, you know, halfway to summer. Then you've got Lamas, which is August 1st, and that's halfway to fall. And then you've got Halloween, which is the the new year for witches, but that's um, halfway to winter. So you're really just marking the calendar, basically, and the seasons. October 31st is is the start of our, our new year, or it's the last day of our year. 
So, uh, we, we don't, we call it sewing as okay. you've probably seen it spelled S A M H A I N Sam Hain. It looks like it's pronounced sewing. Sometimes uh, we like to say it that way. Sometimes too. we do because Sam we're the easy there ain't coven. no rules. There's no rules in this coven. You can say tomato, tomato. Exactly. Sewing, Sam Hain, yes. There are holidays. So with holidays, there's food. Are there any foods that witches are, are asked not to eat or any way things should not be prepared? Well, we don't eat children. Oh, well, there goes, there goes that whole mess. Even though you might have heard that, it's we, not true. I've never eat. I've, yeah, 20, no. 30 years. Have you ever eaten a child? Renee? No, 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 no. Doesn't, doesn't appeal to me at all. No. I'll take my hand off the phone now. <laughs> There are a lot of rules in religions about eating and right. stuff. Right. I don't know if there's any no food rules. exceptions. No. Okay. No. Nope. No rules with that. We, no. we have carnivores. We have vegetarians. We have, uh, you know. Anything kind of goes. Anything different, goes. Different foods for each season, you know. And usually it's because things are... What are what is of the was season. available? Okay. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay. I, so I holidays. tended to like a lot of booze and candy with my rituals, but you know <laughs> well, that, that was sounded just pretty me. good. So, yeah. I, I like booze and I like candy. So you I know, mean, again, it was, it's the easy bake coven. So exactly. Yes. Right. Um, right. Okay. So you think of holidays. You think of food. You think of gathering, which makes me think about family. Mm. How many people have been ridiculed, cut off, mm. or because they will not hear of having a witch in the family like you has that happened to either or both of you well to me for sure i mean my family really freaked out on it said i was in a cult you know (laughs) um because i met this woman i started and i was really sharing with them because i was so excited about it i thought this is for me like this is so nature-based and beautiful and positive and i loved it but they were just freaked out from all the old misconceptions and learning about catholicism and don't even touch tarot cards like that's evil and um so so i kind of came out with it then i kind of got blasted for it but now um my mom is actually cool with it and she will she's like let's pick a card you know so (laughs) she came around you know um my dad's a little more old-fashioned he'll make he'll make fun of it or say something like well you know you know but he's not like condemning me for it i wouldn't really probably share it with the rest of my family my extended family Mm, maybe i would See, there it is, right? There's the line. It's like, how much mm-hmm. do you share? And will it just cause them to be uncomfortable? And it doesn't really matter for them to know. If they're in my life all the time, they they would know. I wouldn't be ashamed to say it. If they asked me questions, I would love it. But a lot of them are religious. And so I would love to have this kind of religious discussion with them, actually. But yeah. And what about you, Molly? Yeah. Um, my background is uh, interesting because it's uh, in terms of religion, because it's so strong. My mom was a nun. My dad was a Jew. And then they both kind of abandoned their religions and had me. And I was raised nothing. That was a big, big thing in the 70s and 80s. You're, you were nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're nothing and you'll like it. That's right. Yeah, and, right. No identity and, with the religion. No, right. it was like it had been so much that, I mean, my mom went to the convent and became a nun. She was so young. It wasn't even something she necessarily chose for herself. Something my grandparents, you know, wanted for her or whatever. My dad was so 
you know, forced to be so religious. And, and my dad did still, uh, cons- you know, he still considered himself a Jew. He still took a day off for the Jewish holidays, but he just wasn't really a practicing Jew anymore. But anyway, so I always was drawn to a religion. I'm like the opposite of a lot of my friends where like they had it forced on them. I had the opposite. It was like, Oh no, no religion, none, zero. Go to a movie on the Sunday, go to a museum, you know, don't, no church, no synagogue. And here I was like, wanted to be a part of something. So I found this. This is how I found, found what I, I needed. And I now do not believe in organized religion for myself at all. But see, this was a, for a long time in my life, something that I, I wanted. And now when I, when I did choose an organized religion, I was so much a part of my life and my, my family just, never asked me anything about it. So it was like, and I still feel like to this day, I have like most of my friends, if they know, people never really ask me about it. And I think that like, it's interesting because I don't know what probably some of it is out of fear or maybe thinking that it's something I can't talk about because it has to be secretive or, or I don't know, maybe they just don't give a shit. I don't know. But like, I think people I would, don't believe it's real. I think they're either afraid of it because like, that's, that's weird. It's a witch. Uh, stay clear or it's not true. It's flaky. She, this is just not real. Mm-hmm. And so they just don't, don't, you know, know, which leads me to wanting to know from both of you, what is the one thing, if you can narrow it down, that you want people to know about witches? Like, what do you want people to know? Like, if you had, say, one thing, and it doesn't have to be, re- and, and, you know, re- refuting something that someone else has said, but just something maybe you were proud of that you really like about it, or it could be in defense of it because of what, you know, because I grew up with, you know, the broomstick and the hats and the, you know, when you say ritual, now you're telling me rituals are beautiful. You're talking about spells. Spells are can, can be beautiful or, or they're non-existent in the way that I grew up thinking. Yeah. So I feel like witches again it's just about intention, you know, and and that I feel it's work, yeah. Sorry. I think for me it's like I am a woman who speaks her mind and this is something that um is met by society often with disdain or your you're ridiculed for it. It's not like people think you, there's, you know, you women shouldn't be as opinionated as I can be often. And I think that being a witch is just really about standing up for women, standing up for humanity, um, and being up and while, while doing this, being a part of, of nature and being a part of everything that's, that's happening around you and seeing yourself as, you you are a, a, a source of power, and there's not an external god that we pray to. Not even the moon. We draw from the moon. We draw energy into ourselves and from source from the from source, source of all. Right. So. Like like we are. If you you know if if you're a Christian or a Jew, I'll say it. Like we God is inside of us. We are God. It's not out here. It's not out beyond us. It's inside. It's internal. Us. It's internal. It's internal. 100% internal. Yep. And I think that's a really empowering thing for people to remember because then to know about being a Wiccan, because then the only person that's forcing you to do anything is you. Correct. It's not it's, like I'm, it's like I am being the best person I can because I want to be. 
It's inner motivation. It's inner belief. It's inner desire. It's not that I have to follow these rules or something. I'm going to go to hell or I'm going to go to heaven if I don't. You know, what it, you send out comes back. You'll deal with it now. Or you know. Exactly. And that is the most important thing is that in terms of like, what does it mean to be a good person? You know, oh, you know, what does it mean to be kind? All these things that we're, especially in today's world, you know, talking about more and looking into, it's like, it's when you're just, you're living, you're, you're, you're channeling and living your life for by your, for you, for your own, by your own code, that's positive, your own code that's moral, if you want and I don't mean moral, moral, and you know, you you don't kiss someone who's not your husband. Moral, I mean, like you know, just what your personal Humanity. ethics, yes, ethics it's are. About human. And I am internally never going to harm any. I know I'm, I'm. I live to not harm, and I also know that I'm human and I'm flawed, and I'm okay with that. But I am still from the inside radiating the best person that I can be, and my spirituality is uh, supports that supports me when somebody uh, says one sentence, Julia, i'm sorry no it, it didn't need to be there were there were uh there were no instructions on okay, that good. oh there you're were no which you're already, there were no you're already there. there were there no were no rules. word or character count specifications <laughs> when someone says you're witchy you guys must just yes i am yes right like yeah, somebody says it. oh she's a witch they damn damn straight she is yes I think it you've really covered. hurts my ears when people say, oh, she's a witch. Like, they want to say bitch, but they don't say bitch, and they'll say witch, and I go, ooh. Like, don't use it like that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Some people I, I, I know that are cl- close to me will say it, and it's just like, oh, you don't get it. Like, you know, but then is bitch a bad word? Like, it's all about words again, right? That might but, be but another show. That's a whole, that's a whole other words. show. What words. What does this word bitch, mean what to is you? Words. Yeah, what right? is the meaning of words? I mean, what do we use? Yeah. I'm just, I'm going over everything. I'm looking at coven, ritual, You're doing so great. Wiccan, You're doing, blessed yeah. be, pentacle. And I guess I would sum up this information now feeling a sigh of relief and I haven't shit my pants and I didn't have to run, is that you don't know, and I say this often, you don't know what you don't know until you learn something more. Right. Yes. And so I kind of feel guilty because I was a witch for Halloween and it wasn't the kind witch. And yet I grew up as a Catholic, right? And here I wanted to dress up as a witch. And it, I don't think I was thinking, oh, witches are, you know, really kind and about intention and, you know, positivity. It was powerful though, right? Maybe. It was powerful. And I think there's something about the broomstick, the idea that maybe you could, you know, ride the broom. And I didn't. I'm just going to tell you, it flat out did not happen. There was no riding. It didn't work well that's kind of ride the broom that's a whole other thing you i think know, i think be- you should go there renee you're you're good at telling the story and i think a lot of people don't don't know this about why they're the broom is a part of the witch which part wait i'm like which 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 which, part? which yes what 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 does the broomstick symbolize or what is the broomstick to the witch like why 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 do we have a broom like, i was going to talk about like um Riding the broomstick has a lot to do with when we meditate and we kind of astral project and you literally are flying. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. That And also, there used to be rituals where women would be sky-clad in the woods, meaning naked, sky-clad. Sky-clad. There's clad. a word for you. Write it down, Julie. Yeah, sky-clad. sky-clad. No. You're sky-clad <laughs> and they would ride their brooms, if you know what I mean, as far as oh. a tool... For pleasure. Or pleasure. 
Oh my God, of- I'm never going to clean the house again. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> a broomstick? Yeah, well, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a special one. That's why you don't let oh, everyone okay. use your broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> no, boys, let- I don't need you to clean the house. All that's, good. That's a different one. That's the kitchen broom is different than the right. witch's broom. But that, that used to be a practice, too, because when you bring about an orgasmic feeling that's a way of projecting your energy and your want your desires out into the world even more powerful so i will never look at a broomstick i will never look at a broomstick the same no you won't but you know that is such a great form of release right and why you have to be bad and masturbation is all right because it's for a purpose for release but also to release and to use that use that energy and that power and sex magic and sex power is something, again, it's not stigmatized with Wiccans. Like, it's something that uh, is just considered, as it should be, a very integral part of existence in life. And it's Natural. T- talked right. about openly. I mean, there's obviously, there's different covens that have different guidelines. We we did not ever have massive orgies <laughs> or anything no. like that. But I'm talking about back in the day, and back in the day, they were, you know, they'd catch these ladies out in the woods doing these things, and it would yeah. seem weird, but really they were just conjuring f- up the energy and being free and not not being yes. like not being shameful about sex. It's it, in that way, it's like the polar opposite of a lot of religions in terms of shaming and sex, and it's liberating liberation, and, and that's why so. it has a bad rap too. Like you know, oh, you have to go on. May Day, you go and have sex on your crops or have sex outside. And and all of that comes from a real place. But no one is really suggesting that modern-day witches go, you know, and have sex at the, yeah. at, the, at the Burner Botanical Gardens or anything. But, I mean, you could, I guess. But we're not suggesting, you know, it's, this I is like based on a, on a tradition, right? But, yeah, like the maypole is erected May 1st, and then ribbons are, you know, danced around and twirled around. That's and- like a big dick. It's like a big dick. It's a phallus. It's because it's fertility. We're talking about we need fertile earth to grow the crops. That's right. all. That's what it's about. They were doing, they were like working with the uh, energies of nature to, uh, they needed to eat. You know what I'm saying? So, and if just you had like sex- Native American Indians with the rain dance, I mean, you need to water your crops. And if you had sex on the ground on your crops, or that was only putting more good energy into the into your crops, right? Into the ground to to stimulate it to yeah, be more fertile, the land, mm-hmm. and it's as a, a belief, as a symbol of a right? symbol of right. So it's you know once uh, and you've noted you've noted this, Julie, and it's just so you know I, I can't stress it enough. Is once you break it down, it's just all it's very simple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paganism and it's very nature based, uh, nature based, simple, come common sensey, and all stuff that's been taken and like morphed into something with different words, but the exact same thing. Like you know, and that's something Renee touched upon with the holidays. You know, most of the pagan holidays are now Christian holidays too, and uh, it's just it's just once you break it down, you just see that. It was, it's, it's a really simple, beautiful religion and it's very misunderstood. Very. And I, and I thank you both for sharing. I think there's a lot of that. I think that's one of the things about our show, Molly, is that we're just trying to have conversations so people have maybe a little more understanding, right? We don't take time to share and listen about our stories, 
right? Things never, you don't uh, know, like you right. said. Once you, you th- know, then you know. But you, you think you know, but then you you might not. So it's about kind of slowing down and just saying, "Hey, what is that? Can you talk to me about it?" So I thank you both. I know I'm looking at the time. Mm-hmm. I know that Sam and Alex usually give us a, a countdown, um, but thank you both, you know, Molly and and Renee Luna for for the opportunity to to really explain your view and and what this is about and what it's not about. So you are both beautiful witches. Blessed be, darling. Blessed be. Blessed be. Also want to thank the want to thank the view. Love you. Want to thank you. Want to thank, thank our staff that helps us at Go Get It, Alex and Sam, for making us look good, even if we don't. Um, of Sound course, good anyway. Right? Not looking good. I, you know. Yeah, they they can't do that. Not because we're not. Yeah, that, that's a different show. That's a whole um, part, different. Part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to On Milwaukee as always for letting us do our thing. They literally let us do our thing, and we are so grateful uh, that they let us continue to do this. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, keep listening. Join our community on Facebook. Give us a like. We don't care if you don't like it. Just give us a like anyway. <laughs> okay, give us a like. Give us a listen to the podcast. We have other episodes too. We would appreciate if you would give us a review because we just 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 do it. Okay, just because. And then because I always botch up the email, I'm going to have Molly. If you want to reach us, <laughs> I do. I think I add an S or I take an S out. I just, yeah, all right. just make it up. But, right. Right. It'll, it'll still work. No, it won't. You, if you're going to send an email, <laughs> no, please send just an email guess. to dandelions, S, dandelions at onmilwaukee.com. And that will go to Julie and I and we just, Say hi, give us an idea for a segment, uh, give us some feedback on what you thought of this segment. We really uh, can't stress enough that we, uh, we really want to want to start a, a community and we feel it's, it's already, it's already gone, going in that direction. We want to expand is. it. Uh, it's, oh, we say dandelions, a podcast for women, but, and it is primarily, but, you know, like, like witches, uh, dandelions can also be men. We might call you mandelions, but, it's open. It's open to men. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so everybody's welcome. It's just, it's it's a female centered thing, but men are more than invited to our female centered thing. Sounds like a great way for men to learn about women and things women talk about. Uh huh. Now exactly. Uh huh. You're onto something. And and uh, Julie and I are are ra- raising young men, and so this is uh, the kind of thing that we care very much about. Is because we are not going to put any more douchebag men into the world. And we're nope. working very hard at that. So <laughs> That quote has been filled. <laughs> yep. And so listening <laughs> to women speak as, uh, is very important. And so, again, I want to also say thank you to Renee and thank you to Julie. This has been a great segment. And it's been fun, ladies. Loved it. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak on it. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out. I appreciate it. Molly, thanks for the idea that I resisted. <laughs> How do you feel now? I feel fine. I feel good. But I know Molly well enough to know that if she, again, <laughs> she says something that puts me, you know, off, which is good. We do not agree on everything, you know, and yes. it brings I, about it's, new things. Right? Absolutely. Yes. It does. It's a learning experience and I feel good. So right. awesome. thank Glad. you both. Welcome. Have a great day. Great life. Thanks. Great everything. <laughs> <laughs> Happy new moon. Happy new moon. The new moon.